Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries podcast. This is RPGNA Day 9 episode, and the word of today is critical. So we're just going to chat about a couple of things that we consider to be critical for our enjoyment of an RPG game. So I'm going to hand over to Hannah first. In terms of when you're playing an RPG, or when you're running an RPG even, what's one or two things that you think are absolutely critical to, like, being a good session or a good RPG? Well, the obvious one is that everybody's having fun. Yep, true. In order to make that happen, everyone needs to be on some level engaged in the story. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I think for me, I'd say one of the, the critical things is I think both the the players and the GM have to be very interested in the concept and in a way sort of responsible for making their own fun. Because there's a lot of times where it sort of gets put on the, the GM, that like they're almost entirely responsible for whether people enjoy themselves in the game. And whilst I think the GM does have a role in that, I don't think it's only their responsibility. I think if the GM, the GM could be doing a, a fantastic job, but if the players aren't interested or they're not engaging and they're not trying to have fun themselves then it's probably not going to be as good a game. Whereas you can have like maybe a less experienced or a, a sort of less proficient GM, but if they've got a group of players who are all sort of pulling in the same direction, they're all trying to help the game along, they're all trying to have fun, they're all trying to engage with it, you can still have a really good game. So is there anything else you can think of that's like critical for you in terms of enjoying a game? length of sessions all right okay you've got to be able to get a decent story in two or three hours assuming a little break in the middle there maybe or a whole big plot arc in the space of about six hours if you're going to try and drag it out beyond that it's going to get very complicated and that can still really be a good campaign, but that's going to be in lots of little sessions that are again going to be that sort of two to three hour session. Yeah, I mean, I do see, I do see what you mean. I mean, I think for me, it's a case of if you have like a sort of background plot, obviously that can be running over like multiple sessions. But I do agree if you think if stuff's getting like really, really complicated, because that's let's say most games take place less than once a week but let's say you're even playing a game once a week obviously if you play let's say you play on a Sunday you've then got another like six days for all the, like your real life shiz to like get in the way to like distract you to to let that sort of uh, session like fade into the back of your mind and we've all got other stuff we have to deal with so I think if a game gets really complicated you cannot you can lose a lot of the sort of finer details when you come back to the next session so you then have to spend lots of time recapping and that eats into your game time whereas if it's like a few simple sort of like plots as you're saying that are sort of very emotive then you can sort of retain them in your mind better it's also that uh, length of session time that three hours is a good amount of time to concentrate on a story for and keep it going if you get beyond that, it starts to become quite hard work. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, I mean, my sessions tend to, I mean, they tend to run between like four and six hours. But I think part of that is if you get like a one or two combats in a D&D game, they can be quite lengthy depending on, in terms of like real time. So I think, I think part of the reason I tend to have like, let's say four to six hours, is just so that I've got enough room to have like a combat or two and you've still got time to have like your two or three hours of like sort of plot and investigating and whatever you do as well. I mean, I think in terms of uh, in terms of things that are critical as well for me, one of the things that I that, that can make a break a game for me is having rules that sort of suit the complexity of the game. Uh, th that's not to like diss uh, complex games. I think it's only because I mean there, there are some complex games like say in one of the other episodes we we're talking about Burning Whale, which are are quite light, which is quite complex. But I think a game. Only needs to be as complex as it needs to be to portray those particular types of story. So, if you're if you're talking about like standard D and D, I think one of the the sort of really good things they did with Fifth Edition is they pared it back a lot to make it like a lot more simple. Because if you're playing sort of like mythic like fantasy stories, you don't really need to be getting into like the nitty gritty of all the mechanics and stuff like that. Whereas if you're playing a slightly more complex game. You might need some more complicated rules, but I don't think they'd be justified in like a game of D and D. So you're saying that they made Fifth Edition more like Dungeon World? Well, well no, not really, because Dungeon World is still like orders of magnitude simpler than Fifth Edition. But if you look at Fifth Edition, you can see where they've quite clearly taken like a leaf from Dungeon World's playbooks, and they've they've obviously looked at all the sort of feedback around various D&D style games and they've tried to incorporate that and take the best of that going forward which I think was a wise move on their behalf and it certainly won a lot of people back after like 4th edition which most people didn't really seem to get on with I didn't mind it personally but I know a lot of people didn't like it that was the sort of board gamey one wasn't it? Yeah, that that, that yeah. was one where the, 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 the mechanics were a bit more it sort was... of skirmish war gamey but I didn't mind that because I, I didn't really see that that interfered with the role playing in any way yeah it made the combats a bit more sort of skirmish war gamey but let, let's face it the actual sort of like role play isn't as intense when you're in like a, a combat for, for my money and you could still role play perfectly well with the, the fourth edition rules but i know a lot of people didn't like it and i think they it was a good move on wizards of the coast sort of side to look around at all the different D, &D games and try and like pair it back and take that into account for fifth ed but I think we're getting a bit off topic there, which probably signals that we've uh, we've talked enough about um, what we consider to be critical for games. So we're going to wrap up here, and we'll be back with you shortly for our next RPG A Day episode. So until we see you then, take care.